Today's episode is sponsored by Smart Jewels Enterprises. If you're looking for personal development coaching, health and wellness, or financial freedom coaching, or if you're looking to go on international trips with their travel group, or if you're just looking to start your podcast or your live stream show, visit Smart Jewels Enterprises with the link that's in the show notes. All right, y'all, it's time to let it shine. We are about to let this thing shine this evening. Uh, Happy Tuesday uh, to those that are tuning in with us for episode 94 of the RTJ uh, vidcast series and Facebook live show. Uh, We are here um, running the jewels uh, this week. I'm your host, Julian Smartrimple. Uh, we are going to be diving into a great subject for this month of January. Uh, we are talking about the theme of staying ready so you don't have to get ready. Uh, the title of the introduction song that you just heard is titled uh, Shine. It's by an artist that is uh, going by the name of Toby Nwigwi. Uh If you've been tracking with us uh, since last year, uh, that is our headline artist that we do feature uh, for the RTJ show because it's time to shine in 2020, y'all. It's, all, it's, all, it's already uh, 2020 and it's only January. And there's a lot of a positive activity that's been happening for myself. I hope it's been happening for you. A lot of um, um, engagements, a lot of opportunities, blessings that have been presenting themselves uh, and it's only January. We still have literally 11 more months of the year and going into Black History Month in February. I'm expecting even more opportunities and breakthroughs to present itself. And so we are going to be getting started uh, with my special guest, uh, Marcus Edwards, uh, who's going to be coming on in a second uh, to make sure uh, that he is able to share his testimony, his jewels uh, with you all this evening uh, for episode 94. Uh, the title of tonight's episode is Knowing When to Hold uh, Versus Knowing When to Fold. And uh, we're not going to be talking about poker or card games, uh, which uh, some of you may have thought that was going to be the topic of discussion this evening. Uh, but we are going to be talking about relationships and specifically uh, when it comes to being married, uh, knowing when to hold uh, versus knowing when to fold. And so I'm going to give uh, Marcus a couple uh, seconds to uh, come back online with us. Uh, but for those uh, who have been tracking with us since February of last year, uh, we have made upgrades to the RTJ show in order to um, bring sponsors uh, on the show uh, throughout 2020. And so we are offering uh, sponsorships uh, for this year. And so uh, for those business owners or uh, those individuals uh, who are entrepreneurs, uh, we do offer sponsorship packages this year to have your business or uh, your service uh, advertised on our uh, show and also on our segments. And we have package plans for gold, diamond and platinum. And also, if you're interested in being interviewed on your business or your service, uh, we do have a fee uh, that we are uh, charging this year. It all goes to uh, the maintenance of the platform that we use, uh, Be Live and Zoom uh, for uh, the, the telecast and the video cast, uh, streams, and then also just going uh, into other activities that we have in store for RTJ and for Smart Jewels, uh, enterprises this year. And so, um, no, 
no uh, seed is 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 not going to go unused. Uh, we have already been blessed by a ton of sponsors uh, for 2019 uh, going into the end of, of last year. And we're expecting even more sponsors uh, for 2020 this year. So if you are interested, I will be dropping a link in the comment section uh, where you can sign up to have yourself come on and be interviewed by myself uh, as the host of RTJ. Uh, being able to work on your interview skills, especially if you have not done any PR or any panels or any um, podcast shows or speaking engagements, uh, feel free to come and test out your expertise uh, with myself uh, throughout 2020. And so we appreciate uh, some of our official sponsors that have already come on this year. Uh, we will be uh, highlighting our official sponsor a little bit later in tonight's segment. And so shout out uh, to all of our business owners again and individuals who are artists that have come on to the show uh, for 2019 and also that are continuing uh, to sponsor the show for 2020. And so we also are offering uh, artist packages uh, that you can literally uh, have your music or <clears throat> your art uh, be able to be seen by others uh, who uh, will be coming on the show uh, to again view. And so if you are a local artist, I'm um, about to put in uh, the artist package uh, page profile so that you can see uh, if you are an artist, though, uh, you will be able to come and have your uh, work heard on the RTJ show. Uh, we do have packages for that also, too. And so um, definitely, if you are interested, we'll be dropping the link uh, that's in the section uh, in the comment section uh, shortly so that you can have your art and also your music highlighted on the RTJ show. And so without further ado, I know um, Marcus was trying to get on in a second, uh, but we appreciate those who are tracking with us in the live party or in the uh, the main uh, watch party stream. Um, we thank you all for coming on. Again, I'm your host, Julian Smart Rimple. Uh, we have a lot in store uh, for 2020. Uh, we're even featuring this is the artist package. Again, I forgot to put up uh, on the last screen. Uh, but if you are an artist, you can have gold, diamond or platinum packages uh, where we highlight your uh, song or uh, your pieces or your artwork on the RTJ show. So you can be seen by our audience. And so definitely hit me up uh, with the link that I'm going to drop in the comment section shortly. Uh, but we have a ton of events uh, that are in store for the first quarter of this year. Uh, one of the main events uh, that I'm going to bring up here is actually happening this Saturday. I mean, this Sunday, if you are in the ATL, uh, we'd love to have you. Um, Smart Jews Enterprises and B Legacy Real Estate presents our 2020 uh, vision board party. Uh, we'll, you'll be able to receive snacks, beverages, and also all materials uh, provided uh, besides magazines. Uh, we definitely want you to bring your magazines, your favorite magazines that you want to cut up and also uh, be able to put together on your own vision board. Uh, we are uh, highlighting this event on Eventbrite. And so I'll drop uh, the link also in the comment section so that you can um, be a part of this 2020 uh, January event for the vision board party. Uh, the interest fee is very feasible, only $10, uh, but you get everything and then some plus being around some excellent movers and shakers and entrepreneurs and young professionals. Uh, that are trying to write out their vision and make it plain. And so it will be happening on Sunday, this Sunday, from 1 p.m. to 3.30. 
Uh, it will be uh, hosted here in Atlanta. So for those that are not in Atlanta, uh, we'll be highlighting <clears throat> via video uh, where you can tune in and track with us for our first event for 2020 for Smart Jewels Enterprises. Uh, but we have a lot in store this year, y'all. Uh, financial Peace Classes are also going to be starting next week on Wednesday. Uh, for those uh, that are interested in receiving financial uh, freedom, uh, we will be hosting classes uh, coming up next Wednesday on January 29th is when we actually begin classes. And so if you're trying to get out of debt and also trying to live uh, like no one else so that later on uh, you can live and give like no one else, uh, fear is the enemy of hope. Uh, we're trying to, again, eradicate all fear when it comes to your finances and your financial education. And so we are starting up classes for FPU, Financial Peace University, uh, starting next week on Wednesday. These classes are all online, all remote. Uh, I will be the facilitator uh, for our winter classes. And so um, you can easily sign up uh, to have your plan put in motion for 2020 to get out of debt and to also uh, grab a hold of your finances and your education and to pay off that car note, to pay off those student loan debts. Uh, to even pay off that hospital bill or even that credit that 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 credit that you have ran up on your credit cards. Uh, we your car. Matter of fact, we are we're having a lot of students that are coming and asking about what are quick ways to pay off the lease for their car. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, all of those uh, methods and strategies and FPU. And so you won't want to miss our upcoming Financial Peace University class starting next Wednesday is our first class for the winter season. We'll be doing it in the winter, um, more than likely in the fall, and then um, we'll consider doing a summer class. So even if you don't get in this time, I highly suggest getting in. I'll be sharing some testimonies uh, with a few of my graduates, um, students that have come to the class under me being the facilitator. And so you won't want to miss out on FPU coming up. Uh, I think uh, Marcus is still trying to get on, so we'll give him a, a little a little while to uh, try to log back in, uh, but we are going to be talking about um, his story and his testimony and literally uh, being able to uh, know when to uh, hold uh, himself uh, within the marriage uh, that he was in and also knowing uh, when to again shut it down and move on. And so you will be uh, hearing from Marcus Edwards tonight, who is my special guest. Uh, he's coming back on right now. Uh, we got him in in three, two, one. Marcus, how you doing? You can hear us, brother? I'm doing great. I can hear you, man. I can hear you real well. Perfect, perfect. I was just giving you a short little introduction, man, while I was um, giving some of the, the updates of what we have going on for Smart Jewels um, this year. Uh, but we definitely want to um, let people get introduced to you. Uh, I know folks uh, definitely are interested in hearing your testimony and your story of um, you being married and also uh, you uh, knowing when to hold versus to fold your, your previous marriage. And so I'll let you introduce yourself. Tell us where you're, you're tuning in from and also tell us a little bit about your background. Hey, man. Good evening, everyone. I'd like to say Happy New Year to you. Uh, I'd like to thank you for joining us tonight. Um, as Julian said, my name is Marcus Edwards. I'm um, right here in ATL, Atlanta, Georgia. Originally from North Carolina, um, um, I'm an apostle of uh, Culture Ministries, uh, Culture with a K, 
And we spell it with a K because we're bringing the kingdom to the culture. Amen. Yeah. And uh, so we we truly thank God for what he's doing in our lives. And I met Julian at the um, conference that was held in November. And I was able to give my testimony. And he heard the testimony and asked me to come up here and share my testimony with you guys. Um, as he said, I was in a previous marriage of 15 years. Eight of those years, I was without my spouse. Uh, she left me, and um, I had to stay in the marriage until God released me. You know, when you uh, are in the test, you don't think about the testimony. You're just in the fire of the moment of what you're going through. You don't think about um, how many people it can help when you're going through it. You're just trying to figure out how to go through it day to day. But during those eight years, I really found God to be my keeper. He kept me. And you hear people say that, but it's like, how does he keep you? Well, it takes a life of discipline. I had to learn how to discipline myself and really shut my life down from a lot of things that was on the outside. Even mm -hmm. though I had external voices speaking to me, telling me, you know, you need to go ahead and end this marriage. I had to wait for God. So I stayed in it for seven years alone. And, you know, I kept reminding God, your word says that it's not good for, for men to be alone. And, and I dealt with that for seven long years, seven and a half, mm. say eight. And I would come to a house that was empty, but I was still married. But I had to obey God's word. And that was, you know, stay faithful, first of all, to God and also to the covenant of the marriage. And even family members were calling me crazy, trying to figure out why I didn't end it. Why wasn't I looking for somebody else or dating someone else after so many years of waiting? And I had really? to tell them, when God releases me, then I'll be released. And I'm telling you, I learned how to pray during those eight years. I stayed in the word. I had to turn away television and everything and become a student of the word. And really, I understood what David said when he says, it was good that I was afflicted so that I might learn your law. Because mm -hmm. during those moments of affliction and those moments of being alone and the pain of the test, you know, I learned how to read the word and I learned about the true essence of the presence of God. Psalm 91 was the thing that kept me. Uh, if so many of you have your Bibles, Psalm 91 says, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I found out that that secret place was in prayer. So I had to really develop a prayer life. I had to really develop a consistent prayer life. It wasn't enough for me to pray for 15 minutes and it'd be okay. No, because the pain of and the sting of the of the of the test that I was going through would come back immediately. So I had to learn how to stay on my knees for hours. Mm. I had to learn how to stay on my face for hours. I had to learn how to go on fast. I mean, the Holy Spirit would put me on immediate fast just so I can get over the, uh, the pain of the test. And just like any other man, yeah, there were moments where your flesh rise up, but I had to stay in prayer. I had to discipline myself in prayer. And then I learned that, uh, in the scripture, the Bible says that we overcome him by the blood of the lamb 
and the word of our testimony. And also Hebrews 9 says that um, our conscience is purged from dead works to serve the living God by the blood of Jesus. So I would find as many blood scriptures as I could find and I would declare them in the atmosphere and I would have to fight spirits, you know, um, that were generational spirits that would attack me in the moments of being alone. So I felt like this was a time of wilderness experience for me in these eight years because the enemy really attacked my mind. And that's when I learned that the battlefield, just like Joyce Myers wrote the book, The Battlefield is in the Mind. That is a true statement. The battlefield is within, between your ear. That's what a battlefield really is. Mm. But just like Romans says, we renew our minds by the word of God. Be, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I began to have to renew my mind because I knew there were spirits that were in my generation, even personal demons. You know, I had to learn how to fight my own demons before I could fight anyone else. And, you know, in that time, I did not go and just be honest with you. I didn't go to church a lot because I felt more safety in the presence of God, because Mm -hmm. when I began to go around saints and believers that were not mature enough to understand the things of the spirit, I would be hearing negative things. So I had to withdraw myself for a season. Mm. And then God would allow me to come back around the saints because it takes being disciplined and rooted in the word when you're really going through a test. So I'm speaking to married people, single people tonight. If you're going through anything, If you're separated from your spouse, if you're waiting on a spouse, God can keep you. The word of God is a keeper. The Bible says that he is the keeper of your soul. He will keep you if you want to be kept. That's the thing. I wanted to be kept because I understood that my destiny far outweighed what I was experiencing. Mm. I knew that I had an assignment to accomplish and to fulfill while I'm here on the earth. And if I would contaminate or pollute that seed by offending the Holy Spirit or going outside of my marriage covenant, let's be sleep with someone else. I knew that I would not only damage my relationship with the Lord, but I would also contaminate. That's the most important. I would also contaminate the, the seed that he has planted in my soul, my destiny. And I didn't want to be taken off a path. I was going through enough to allow myself to end up in the bed with some other woman. So Mm. I had to stay close to God. I really had to stay away from family and really discipline myself in the word. It wasn't easy. It was like I said, it was discipline. It was an everyday life experience that I was walking with. But God was there the whole time. And I learned about the power of his presence while I was going through that. Mm. I learned about the power of the presence of God that will keep you. And I learned that he wants us to spend time with him. It's amazing that I had to go through something like that to find out how loving and kind God really was and is. Because that's when I found out about the love of God and how he keeps you. 
That's when I found out about the power of his word and just declaring the word. And the word will work if you allow it to work for you. And just trusting God, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what you're facing. And this segment is about knowing when to hold and knowing when to fold. I had to wait on God to release me and still be faithful to my covenant of marriage. Still be faithful. Yet even, even in the small town that I live in, you know, news travels, gives a small town where I'm from. So I had to remain to myself, stay on my face before God, and learn how to discipline my, myself in the word. And it wasn't easy, but it was well worth it. He told me before I went through it, he said, the process that I'm getting ready to take you through, he said, it's not pretty, but it's well worth it. Mm. So a lot of times God takes us through processes in life and, and know it, it doesn't seem pretty. It doesn't look pretty. And it's not to look pretty, but it's to refine your soul. It's to get you to a place in him. And you have to stay in the fire. You can't get out the fire when things get hard. You can't get out the fire when it seems like all oh, hell is breaking loose. You got to stay right there until God says, okay, it's time to come out the fire. Do you remember uh, the three Hebrews? They couldn't come out the fire till Jesus showed up. So once he comes in the midst of your test, it's time to come out. But you got to stay there until he shows up. You got to stay on your knees. You got to push until he shows up. And sometimes it's going to feel like you're alone. But you're never alone. He gave us the promise that I would never leave you nor forsake you. Sometimes you might not be able to feel his presence. But you got to know that what he said in his word is true. That he won't leave you. Regardless of what battle you're facing or what circumstance or situation you're going through. Maybe you went through the same thing or you're going through the same thing I went through. You know, your spouse left you talking about leaving you. Your kids talking crazy. You know, you're you're single and you're looking for a spouse and, you, and, and you, you're um, having problems with sexual sin. Hey, God will keep you. The Holy Spirit is a keeper. He will keep you. The Bible says whatever you commit into his hand, he's able to keep. And I committed my life. I committed my soul. I committed my spirit into his hands those seven years in prayer. In prayer. I mean, it's a lifestyle. It became my lifestyle. It wasn't just something I did when I felt, you know, felt like, uh, felt an unction. No, I had to get on my knees and pray every morning to stay in that place mentally, to keep me in that place mentally. The Bible says when we keep our minds stayed on him, he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. And if I did not have the presence of God, if I didn't have the Holy Spirit to keep me, Honest with you, man, of God, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't have made it. Mm. I've been in somebody's bed. If I mm. didn't have God to keep me, I wouldn't be here giving you this testimony because I would have blew it a long time ago. But because he kept me, I can sit here before you now and tell you whatever you're going through. If you're single, married, whatever it is, God can and will keep you. God can and will keep you through anything, through anything. By spending time, and I'm giving you these steps, staying focused on the word, staying focused on his presence. He's a keeper. Hmm. God can keep you. Married man, married woman, God can and will keep you. 
He kept me for 15 years. She left, and for eight years I was by myself, and God kept me. Eight years. I financially supported her. I did the things I was supposed to do as a husband because I was still her husband. Until God said, okay, I release you from it. Mm. Even when everybody's saying, man, you're crazy for taking care of her and she ain't with you. No, no, you're crazy because I'm listening to God. Mm. And because I obeyed God, because I, I allowed myself to be kept, because I did what he told me to do and didn't leave until he released me. God has blessed me now. So we overcome by our testimony. So I know I'm speaking to a married man and a married woman right now. I know you're going through something. You feel like giving up, throwing in the towel. But God will keep you. Amen. Absolutely. Amen, bro. Amen. Amen. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna dive we're gonna dive into this subject a lot a lot more, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We're here. Uh, with my special guest for episode 94, uh, Marcus Edwards, Apostle Marcus Edwards. Uh, I met this brother, as he mentioned at the beginning, at uh, one of our truth tours uh, that we uh, were actually speaking at the truth tour together. But he was one of the headline speakers with his current wife right now. And I heard this brother's testimony uh, and what he was just sharing you a, a small snippet of. I know I know his testimony is is a is a great story and uh, he gave you guys a little snippet to get a little inside track of what i heard and this brother literally i i told him after the conference that i've never heard any man uh talk in reference to staying in any marriage let alone any relationship when god is literally calling them to stay and so um i i told this man he has to come on the rtj show in 2019 or 2020 to run the jewels and so we appreciate uh, him, him coming in and dropping a lot of jewels with his testimony because uh, we are talking to uh, kings tonight, but we'll also uh, be addressing some of the queens. Um, it's very difficult for a lot of men that I know and a lot of kings to stay uh, when they are in especially relationships, let alone marriages. And I applaud you again, my brother, just like I told you, uh, because in this day and age, especially with my generation millennials, and even younger generation Z, nobody is staying in anything that that they are are not feeling or not or not willing to put in the work uh, to be successful at the relationship or the marriage. And so, uh, you and I both know, along with what we've already discussed, that the divorce rates are skyrocket high in the church and out of the church. Uh, that uh, people are changing out their relationships or their marriages just like they change out their wardrobe for spring, summer, and fall. Uh, each and every year, they may have a new a new person on their arm or a new wife or a new husband uh, every two, three years. And so uh, we're, we're going to be diving into a lot of the things that we see and that we also uh, talk about amongst our, our family or our friend circles and knowing when to hold versus knowing when to fold. And so if you have questions uh, for Marcus uh, throughout tonight's segment, uh, definitely list them in the comments thread. We'll get to them. Uh, we're about to jump into Q&A. Because uh, Marcus uh, just gave his testimony to you all uh, to start the conversation uh, for tonight's segment. Uh, this is episode 94, uh, knowing when to hold versus knowing when to fold. And so, uh, brother, brother Marcus, talk talk to us. Let's let's go back to the beginning. Like uh -huh. when 
when did you get like that that uh call or that tug at your heart uh when again the the marriage uh was going through its its uh rough its rough patch or its rough season and it it was on the rocks um basically like when did you get that call from the holy spirit and god uh to tell you like when to stay and then also like how did you know that that was the holy spirit and god that was telling you that directly and not just literally your own mind or or yourself trying to psych you up the moment i was honest with god and I said, God, I can't keep myself. So if you expect me to be kept, you're going to have to do it. I was mm. honest with him because I understood that if he did not keep my flesh under subjection, that I would end up doing something and making a mess. So my honesty before the Lord, before the Holy Spirit, letting him know that I couldn't do it without him. Mm. That's the moment. I com- that's, that's the moment I committed my spirit, my soul and my life to him. Because I said, look, God, I can't do this by myself. You know me. You know all about me. I was honest with him. And it's like in that moment, he changed my desires. Hmm. In that moment, he changed my appetite. And I was desiring the word and his presence. It was just like in an instant. Everything changed. And I fell in love with reading the word. I would consume the word for hours. Just read the word for hours Hmm. because he gave me a supernatural grace. The moment I told him I can't do this on my own. So the moment we're real with God, the moment he's going to give supernatural grace to endure any test. Ah, my God. Hmm. The moment you're real with God and say, God, I can't do this on my own. I can't do this in my own because the Bible says there's no good thing in our flesh. And I was saying that God does nothing good in my flesh. If you don't help me, I'm going to blow this thing. And immediately he gave me grace. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Y'all, if y'all liking this content with uh, Brother Marcus dropping these jewels, give us some hearts, give us some likes, uh, share this content uh, with uh, some um, young couples or older couples, seasoned married couples. Uh, we definitely want to uh, get this content out because uh, someone uh, needs to hear this and knowing when to hold versus knowing when to fold in your relationship, in your marriage. Uh, we are going to be diving in and peeling back the layers of why people uh, fold a lot of times when they should hold. And so uh, we appreciate those that are rocking with us this evening. And even alongside of that, uh, Marcus, even with, like you said, God um, and the Holy Spirit change your desires and your appetite. I'm sure, uh, I think uh, you said when I heard you uh, give the testimony before that uh, there was no basically... Um, uh, sexual intercourse or, or action happening during that time frame. And like with men, uh, you and I are both kings. Like how did you navigate that particular, uh, appetite being, uh, resolved and also being, uh, even, uh, put under control? Uh, because I know just like you know, a lot of brothers, if Amen. they get green light or whether they don't get the green light, they still gonna be looking for some action if they're not getting right. it at home. And so how did you navigate uh, that particular territory uh, during that season that you were in? Again, like I said, it was, um, I kept myself away from situations. I didn't involve in conversation with the opposite sex. Whenever the opposite sex would try to get a conversation with me, I would immediately get away from it, especially if I saw it getting out of hand. So I had to have set boundaries around mm-hmm. my life. I had to set boundaries. I watched what went in my eye gate, my ear gate, like I said, for a long time, for many years, I didn't have television. Mm. 
I, I didn't have TV at all. So I, I would come home and it would be quiet. I would keep the music playing. I keep worship playing. 24-7, I kept the word playing. If I watched television, it was wholesome shows. Mm. So I didn't get myself around. I didn't go around family members for a very long time. It was just I had ex- I excluded myself. I, I had to isolate myself. That's the way I was, you know, disciplining myself and didn't, even in those moments when I felt those urges to have sexual intercourse, man, I, I would pray. Mm. I would pray. I would sing. I would worship to break that desire because they're real. And like right. you said, yeah, we're men. It's going to happen. Right. Yeah, it's going to happen because you're a man. We're men. I'm a man just like you are. And like you said, we're kings. Absolutely. And been apart from your spouse for seven years, seven weeks, seven months, seven days. It was hard. So I had to take it a day at a time. I didn't know what would come, but I took it a day at a time. And God walked me through that process and kept me. Praise God, man. I mean, I sit here now amazed at the keeping power of God. Hmm. And it's real, brother. It's real. Yeah. He will and can keep you. So I'm telling any man out there right now to say, I can't be kept. I got to have some. No. If it ain't your wife, don't get none. Mm. If it ain't your wife, don't get none. If God can keep me, he can keep you. Because your destiny is more important than those few minutes of pleasure. Say that. Say that. that. And not only that, you're forming soul ties. I learned about soul ties. Say that again. I said, those few moments of pleasure, yes, come on, can amount to your destiny. Mm. Your destiny is more important than those few moments of pleasure. So if it ain't your wife, keep it in your pants. I know you was diving. I know you was diving into the soul ties, uh, uh, brother Marcus. I didn't want to cut you off. Had to have you um, uh, repeat that because that's that's a lot of yes. 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 You form soul ties when you sleep with somebody you're not in covenant with. You, you form soul ties. What is soul ties? Whoever she was with, whoever you've been with, y'all all coming together. Hmm. Whoever soul she intertwined with, whoever soul you intertwined with, y'all all are coming together in that bed. So that's why hmm. God said don't have sex before marriage. Hmm. Because of the covenant of marriage. The covenant of marriage. He will keep you when you're married. That's what sex is for, marriage. It's mm. not for boyfriend and girlfriend. Hey, when I was younger, I thought that. But when I was a child, I, I, I acted as a child. I, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put childish things away. Mm. So I'm speaking to the kings tonight. If she's not your wife, don't lay down with her. Mm. You, you are marring your, your, your destiny and you're marring your future for those few moments of pleasure. And then after you, y'all do what y'all do, y'all don't speak no more anyway. So it's best to stay out of those relationships. Stay away from those moments of temptation. Have boundaries around your conversation if you're a married man and you're talking to women on your job. Set boundaries. Set boundaries. You say how far it's going to go. Oh, I couldn't help myself. Yes, you could. Bible says you already thought the thing in your heart. The Bible says that we commit adultery in our hearts before the act ever takes place. Jesus said when you lust on a woman, you already committed the sin of adultery in your heart. 
Mm. So don't get yourself in situations where you know you are not able to control. Oh, I know how to stop. No, you don't. Mm. There's no good thing in your flesh. If God's grace lifts off your life right now, you're willing to do anything. It's by the grace of God that we're kept. So stay under that grace covering. And I'm not here to preach a grace message because so many people have misconstrued the grace message. But I'm talking about the grace to keep you. The grace to keep you from offending the Holy Spirit. You you uh you walking good as my my cousin Andrew says, man. Uh, brother Marcus, you walking good tonight. We we definitely are talking about relationships and uh, knowing when to hold versus knowing when to fold. Uh, with my special guest, Apostle uh, Marcus uh, Edwards, uh, who's dropping some heavy uh, content on you all and speaking about his previous marriage that he was in for 15 years. Uh, and literally, uh, God told him to stay in the marriage for eight years. Marcus, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, eight years uh, after the marriage uh, was, was going south and he literally did not get clearance uh, from God and the Holy Spirit to tell him to actually pull out and exit stage left. But he stayed faithful and he is being blessed right now uh, due to his faithfulness and staying eight years. Y'all, this brother, this brother is a, is a mighty warrior, a mighty king. Uh, we're talking about how he did it because I didn't I didn't I never heard nobody talk about um, staying eight minutes, eight days, eight months when it came to uh, divorce. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been a, a product of a divorce um, parental uh, marriage, and I'm sure people that are watching right now have also known someone or been a part of uh, a damaged uh, relationship or marriage uh, that you've either been divorced with or that, you know, your parents or loved ones have also uh, had a divorce. And so we are uh, trying to speak against that. And again, men, we're talking a lot to the Kings tonight and Marcus is dropping jewels on knowing when to hold versus when to fold and, and to move and exit stage left. And so we did have a couple questions coming in. So I want to uh, allow the questions uh, from our Q and a uh, Marcus to be answered. And so uh, we appreciate uh, Delta. She asked, she said, thank you for sharing uh, your powerful testimony. Uh, can you elaborate on the departure of your wife? Uh, were there any specific signs that the marriage was on the rocks? Delta, yes, there was. Um, but I ignored him, you know, just because, you know, I didn't want that to happen. So I ignored those signs, Delta, when they were when the Lord showed them to me. But when it actually happened, it was like a slap in the face. Because it happened suddenly, but God revealed it to me over a period of time. But I ignored those signs because I didn't want that to be what it was. Mm. Absolutely. And we do have a couple more questions too coming okay. in uh, for you. I think Delta asked a second question. She said, uh -huh. uh, "Did you ever waver uh, during your fast period and reach out to your wife to reconcile? So how was that process?" Uh, during the eight year, um, the eight year mark when you had to uh, literally not call the marriage quits, were y'all separated? Uh, did you reach out to your wife? Like, what was the process with that? Yeah, we were separated, and um, I did try a couple times to reconcile, but it didn't work. So, I did the thing that I was supposed to do as a man and still supported her, but as far as reconciling, it never came to me. Hmm. 
Yeah, and that's and that's a real that's a real uh, issue uh, for any marriage when one party is trying to um, make uh, or want to make things work, but the other party is like peace, like I'm out, I'm out here living my best life, uh, literally. Um, how how did you combat that, like from your male uh, psyche or your male like pride or ego? Like how how did you uh, overcome that piece right there uh, with knowing that? You you were staying in it, but that uh, she probably was already uh, far gone mentally and also physically. Like, how did that process go for you as a male? Yeah, it was it was hard, just like the the whole process itself. Uh, be honest with you, I'm, I'm looking at you in the face, and I'm here live with you guys. I'm being transparent. There were nights where I cried myself to sleep. Mm. Uh, there were many nights and days where I didn't eat. Um, you know, even days I took off from work because of the pain of the thing. Uh, so I took it one step at a time. Mm. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and that's real. That's real. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. gotta have that, that one step at a time. Cause I know our, our male ego and, and sometimes uh, oh, even yeah. that pride, that male pride can take a shot when someone that you're fighting for, um, may already be all the way long gone, uh, mentally and, and even possibly physically. And so mm-hmm. talk, talk to us. I know, um, we had one more question, but we'll get to it in a second. If you have any questions for Marcus, definitely feel free to list them in the comments uh, section. We'll get to them. Uh, this is uh, a, a heavy topic, but a real topic that we all know someone, uh, even you that may be watching who has gone through uh, this similar situation. But um, talk about how were your friends and your family uh, playing a part with you during this time? Uh, were they more uh, negative uh, with the approach of basically saying you need to cut her loose? Uh, you need to get rid of her. Uh, did you have any friends that were speaking up and, and like supporting you or family that were telling you to stay and to and to stay, stay um, grounded? Like, what was that process for friends and family? Well, you know, um, family, some 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 family were speaking negative. But those who were close to me, for example, my mother, she it's she saw me hurting. So it hurt her, mm. um, you know, and she said, whatever. um is going on, you know, God is going to heal your heart because she saw me hurting. So she just wanted me to stop hurting. But I did have friends and uh, pastor friends, apostle friends in other states that would call me and stand with me in prayer and believe with me because they believe that whatever I was believing for, you know, they were standing in agreement with me. Hmm. So more so I had friendships that were standing in prayer, but on the negative side, it was more family because family saw the carnal side of it. You know, they saw what they wanted to see. I mean, you might as well go ahead and leave her and move on with your life. You're crazy. You know, mm. I had a family cousin telling me right to my face, man, you crazy. Mm. I've been moved on. Right. And I told, I say, look, I can't move on until God releases me. Mm. And it sounds kind of weird me saying it, but it kept coming out until God releases me. And I understood that when he released me, what I was saying, because he literally took the emotions out of my heart. You know, I had cousins saying, hey, I got a friend that I can hook you up with. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I got a friend I can hook you up with. Here's her number. I said, no, 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 I can't do that. Why? (laughs) Your wife ain't with you? I said, look here. I'm staying married until I'm not married. <laughs> you know, I got a friend. I, hey, she she got no boyfriend. Let me go ahead and hook you up with her. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. And no, that's I'm good. I was like, I'm and, good. Yeah, and 
that's the biggest thing because I know I know plenty of brothers. They they married and sometimes with kids, they'd be like, "Man, I got a cousin that's that's single right now. You need to go hunt, go ahead and see what's up with her. I got I got I got one of my homegirls from college. Like she she saw your Facebook photo. She she was liking that. She she want to holler. Like how did you bypass? How did you bypass like family and friends? Just like you were saying, trying to hook you up and basically trying to take you off what God had already told you that you need. That's to when do. I had to distance myself. Mm. That's I just want to distance myself when they started continually pressuring me saying, and I would tell them, no, I'm not going until God says so. And it's like, they didn't hear me say God. It's like they had no respect for what God was telling me. Right. But so I had to value what God was telling me more than what they were saying. So I mm. distanced myself. Mm. I had to distance myself until a season when I got strong enough. God allowed me to go back around the family that now check this out. The time that I distanced myself and was spending time in prayer because of them continually pressuring me. Do you know when I came back around them, they said nothing else about it. Right. God changed their hearts mm. till they saw me in a different light and had respect for me for mm. obeying God. Mm. Yeah, and that's real. Just like you said, I, I respected you even not knowing you, not knowing you just from that one uh, meeting. And so I know some of the people that were on the sidelines watching, just like in the, in a regular um, basketball or football game, trying to see what's going to happen in the next yeah, play. What's going to be the next play? <laughs> they, 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 they wanted to see how this story was going to turn out. So I can't even, I can't even front. Like some people are just going to be watching, and others are just going to be trying to see if they can take you off course to see if you yeah. really grab with what God told you. And so uh, we're we going we to get into uh, Madi's question too uh, okay. that she had for you, but I just want to give a quick shout out uh, to our official sponsor, uh, which actually happens to be um, Amadi J. Uh, she is our official sponsor uh, for this evening with the artist highlight. And so we appreciate uh, Amadi J uh, coming on for episode uh, 94 and uh, participating as our official artist uh, highlight sponsor uh, for tonight's episode. I've listed uh, her handles and where you can uh, reach out to her to listen to her music uh, at IG, at Amadi J on Facebook. She's on Twitter and also uh, on YouTube. Uh, if you are wanting to uh, listen to her headline um, track, uh, it's called Dreams. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a fan of it. Um, we'll probably be able to play it at the end of tonight's segment, but we do appreciate our official sponsors of the RTJ show. And so, shout out uh, to Amadi J, our official sponsor for this evening. And so, let's bring Marcus back in. Um, we wanna we wanna make sure we also do address Amadi's question for you. Uh, Apostle was saying thank you so much for your vulnerability. Uh, she has two male family, uh, her father and brother, uh, going through this right now. Both of their wives have just left or are leaving. And so, um, what advice would you give them if they were watching? And I'm sure Amadi will share this with them. What advice would you give them in dealing with the freshness of the pain or feeling the betrayal? I would tell them to, if they're not saved, tell them to develop a relationship with God. And I'm saying that because when you don't have a relationship with the Lord, if you're not close to God, you can easily fall quickly. Mm. Because like I said at the beginning, he's, he's the one that kept me. And value, once you know God, value his voice more than the human voice. 
In other words, you sometimes have to discipline yourself, set boundaries around your life so you don't um, fall. And in mm. the freshness of that pain that they're dealing with, tell them that is just for a season. It's just for a season. And sometimes when somebody leaves, it's for the best. Mm. It's for the best. It's for the best. Sometimes God will pull people out of your life because they're not trying to go where God is trying to take you or go where you're trying to go in life. Sometimes mm. people are a hindrance to you. Sometimes people are a stumbling block and God has to take them out of your life. Mm. And, and it's sometimes it's painful. It's like, because see, the first thing the Bible says, you're one flesh. When that other one is being pulled away, it's like pulling, uh, you know how you glue something? Right. You're pulling it apart. You know how it's hard to pull apart. That's that pain. God is bringing the separation sometimes because it's for the best. Sometimes. Mm. I don't know the situation. But in my case, it was for the best. So he had to pull. And that's that freshness of that pain. It doesn't last always. Begin, begin to ask God, why was this sent? Or was this for the better of me in the future? Mm. That's, that's what I would say to them. No, that's real. That's real. And that's uh, something that I know even some brothers that have gone through it. I know we hear a lot about uh, typically uh, the men leaving and the woman having to go through the pain. But I know personally uh, some brothers that have dealt with that and they they wanted to make it work. Uh, but the yeah. the wife that they were married to was like, nah, bro, like I'm I'm out. And some of them had, had even kids. And so uh, even with with those who have had kids. Uh, what what would you uh, recommend, uh, Apostle, when it comes to not just separating from the marriage itself between two individuals, but even those that have kids uh, that may be used as barter chips or may be used um, as a part of that hurt and that pain against that male or that woman or that wife uh, that may be dealing with the kids in, in that situation, too? Now, that's the hard that, that that's hard right there when the kids are involved because it totally messes a child up when they see the parents being split up. Mm. Um, it, yeah, yeah. When there's when there's kids involved, it's it's a major thing. And gr thankfully, at at that time, oh, my uh, ex, we didn't have any kids involved in the union uh, mm. because that would have been a hard thing um, to pull the kids apart and trying to get the kids to understand what's going on between mom and dad. Um, so that, that is a hard thing when kids are involved, but I've seen some kids who were, uh, had parents who were divorced that became to be some powerful people and individuals in life. Uh, there again, you know, um, a lot of people stay together just for the kids, but they're unhappy. Uh, so, Sometimes even when the kids are involved, sometimes it's even for the best as well. Uh, because if your parents or the people in the marriage are not happy, um, trying to stay together for the kids is a great thing. But when you're not happy, it's not going to work out anyway. Hmm. Sooner or later, it's going to come to an end. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to say this. Um, I, I, I don't know how it slipped my mind, but at the time when I was going through, I had an apostle friend. Who in North Carolina was going through the same thing. Mm. Uh, his wife had left him. And uh we we both were at the same place. 
Mm. We were able to talk to each other. It's so amazingly how God allowed us to be going through the same thing at the same time because we were able to pray for each other and minister to each other uh, while we were going through that. Mm. As, as myself, when God released him, um, he himself has moved on and, and found a, a wife and very happy now because he stood. He didn't go through as long as I did, but he stood in the midst of what he went through. And he said to me one night, he said, man, I thank God that we were able to go through this at the same time because I don't think I've been able to make it. Right. I feel the same way because it's like we're speaking the same language and feeling the same pain, you know. And so I believe that's why the Lord sent him out by two. Mm. Um, We were able to... um, heal each other and pray for each other as we went through. And somebody might be going through like you, like she was saying, her brothers are going through. I would say for them two to both begin to talk to each other and share with each other what they're going through, what they're feeling. Because when you got somebody else that's going through what you're going through, it makes it uh, a lot easier, a lot better. And uh, stay with that point too, because I know we wanna we wanna end on on the the after the aftermath with you being in your current marriage. That I know you you both are blessed, and I, I see the chemistry and see the dynamic. Uh, when I when I met both of y'all together, I know I met your wife uh, the previous year, but um, we wanna we wanna even stay with that point right there. And like knowing um, that a lot of men are going through similar issues. Uh, Apostle, why, why, why do you think it's important for men to talk to other men, especially about those issues, or even to seek whether it's even professional um, therapy or mental therapy uh, when it comes to not trying to think that they're by themselves or that uh, they're the only one that's going through a, a failed marriage or a broken marriage or a, a, a depleting marriage that's on the rocks and about to basically fold like uh, why do you think men should talk to other men, especially uh, to share uh, their information and be vulnerable and also possibly even receive receive professional help uh, or help? Um, that's important. Um, like I said, for my my situation, um, my apostle friend, he was going through the same thing. Um, it, be Use wisdom when you're speaking to people about what you're going through. Know who is mature enough to handle what you're talking about when it comes to your personal information. Um, I would say if you got a pastor or a leader, even if you don't have someone in the church, like we were saying, seek a counsel or somebody to talk to, uh, because sometimes you, you, you have to get it off your chest. You have to find somebody to talk to, to explain what you're going through and the whole situation, just to hear someone else's side. Mm-hmm. I think when you have someone else that can kind of agree with what you're going through and kind of help you to stand in prayer or to talk to about something, it makes it a whole lot better. But I would say use wisdom in seeking that counsel. Because some people will take what you got and what you're going through and use it and, you know, start telling the wrong people. So use wisdom. Find someone spiritually mature to talk to. Mm. And if you need to talk to me, I'm willing to listen to you. I'm here. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. So we 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 are we are talking about real life issues, ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens. We appreciate y'all uh, commenting and also um, 
answering any questions that you may have on this subject, knowing when to hold versus fold. Uh, but Marcus, of course, we want to talk about the the brighter pastures and in, in the aftermath of oh, after yeah. you waited and toiled for those eight years before God released you. Talk about like um, how did you meet um, your wife currently uh, now uh, after that that period of eight years, and how did that transition uh, happen to go into uh, greener pastures, as we say? Amen. Amazingly, when God released me from that marriage, and um, I got a divorce from that, my current, my ex-wife, um, God sent my current wife along. I was doing Facebook Live like I was doing for uh, many mornings. I was doing a prayer every morning um, back in 2017, uh, 2018, and uh she came up there. Somebody had shared my video. One of her friends shared my video, and uh, she came up there. And because my heart was clear, my mind was clear, I was able to see who she was immediately. Mm. You know, you don't see nothing but the picture, but there was just something about her picture that I gravitated to, not sexually, but my heart. Mm. And so we uh, began to talk and reach out to each other and became friends before anything. We became friends and I just was in awe <laughs> of her personality, her beauty, her intelligence, her spirit, her the way she loves the Lord and just her, uh, everything about her. It was like a breath of fresh air. And I knew that because of those eight years, God had sent me who my heart desired. Mm. And so now we are coming up on our one year anniversary. Praise God. I'm telling you, God has truly blessed me. I wake up in the morning and I'm in awe of the grace and the Blessings of God, I'm telling you. Uh, for what I went through, I'm telling you, the seeds I sowed in those eight, those seven to eight years, uh, man, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm, I'm lost for words. Uh, but truly, truly, I'm happy. I'm happy. I sit here tonight happy, in love uh, yeah. with my queen. Amen. Absolutely. So happy with what God has done. Amen. And that's what it's about. Just like you said, man, you, uh, and, and knowing, and knowing when, when it's time to, uh, to be released, God definitely has yeah. something better for you on the other oh, side. It's really, it's really about walking yeah. in that obedience. Cause we, yeah, we man. both know it's, it's tons of brothers that have folded and have gone on to worse pastures that have, yes. that have a lot of uh, weeds and a lot of, a lot of grass that's dying right now. And they thought it was going to be better. Uh, but, but just like you said, uh, you waited and we know that God is going to bless y'all's marriage, especially for uh, the time and obedience and patience that you put in uh, to to allow him to tell you when to be released. Amen. And so as we get ready to wind down shortly, I know we've, we've covered a lot uh, within uh, our time frame for tonight's segment. As, as you know, we always allow uh, the special guests to leave a final jewel or a final thought. Uh, to be able to bless the audience with uh, with your final thought or your final jewel, uh, what would you leave for that couple, uh, that single person, or even that married couple um, that has been watching and also um, 
listening and very much so taking in your testimony and your story to apply to their personal situation or even to uh, someone that they know of, what would you tell them as a final jewel? Well, to the men, I would say um, the scripture that comes to my heart right now is the Bible says when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing and he obtains favor from the Lord. So to men who are waiting on their for their wives, I'm telling you, you will know the moment she shows up. The enemy's going to send some decoys. So you got to use wisdom and, and know that God will let you know when she's there. And to those marriages that are uh, separated or going through a divorce, or to that woman or to that man who's uh, to that man whose wife left or to that wife whose husband left, know that there's better days ahead. And I would tell you, even in the moments of that pain, draw close to God. Draw close to God. Mm-hmm. You will keep you. Close out the voice of negativity. Stay close to the voice of God, and he will lead and guide you, and he will keep you to the end. To that single person that's waiting for your wife, for your husband, do not, do not sleep around. You can be kept. It's it's very important that you don't develop soul ties. It's mm. so detrimental to your life, your livelihood, when you form these soul ties. People don't understand that the the confusion that you bring into your life, whatever spirits or demons that they're dealing with, you're going to deal with. Mm. So when when you form a soul tie, when you get in bed and have sex with that person that you're not married to, you, you, you're forming soul ties and, and you, you're wondering why you're always thinking about them. It's because there's a soul tie there. Mm. And that soul tie has got to be destroyed. So if I'm I'm speaking to somebody right now who's in a relationship and you're not married and you're having sex, ask God to clean you up. Ask him to forgive you and get out of that thing. Because like I said, those moments of pleasure do not, cannot compare to your destiny. Mm. Cannot compare. You can't measure them. Your destiny your mandate, your assignment in the earth for the kingdom or in mm. life is more important than those few moments. Amen. That's real. That's real. Amen. Amen. My my final jewel along with that, bro, I'm going to just keep it simple because uh, I know a, a lot of my, my single brothers are going through this. Uh, don't allow your parents or your family members to rush you into That's getting caught up in a marriage or a relationship that you don't have no business being involved in. Uh, because I know about 30 brothers, literally, uh, some of them I went to school with, others I know in passing that uh, have either told me directly that advice and not allowing others to rush you into something that you don't have no business being involved in because family members are not going to be dealing with the hits or the pains or the struggles that you are having to endure, especially as a man or a woman uh, in a relationship or a marriage that you don't have no business being involved in, especially in marriages. Uh, Cause I know about three other brothers that have recently gone through divorce. So some are family and some are friends. 
And that's the million dollar response that they told me is to make sure uh, you know uh, who that person is that God has called you specifically to marry. Because uh, I come from a divorced um, uh, family, uh, just like a lot of people I said at the beginning. And we got to stop that, y'all, especially within our culture, uh, black culture. Uh, we got to know, as uh, Marcus pointed out, when to hold versus when to fold, uh, because it's so easy to leave. Uh, nowadays that it's becoming literally an ancient it's not an ancient pastime it's like the new norm it's, it's something that is a custom uh tradition that's being that's being made for a millennial generation all the way down to generation z and so uh, we do have to be uh very um the, the, using discernment and also being uh, very knowledgeable and knowing who god has called you uh, to wife and god has called you to marry for those that are women and so um uh, Marcus, I know before we get ready to close out in prayer, bro, I know if, if people want to reach out to you specifically and they know um, that they uh, want to stay in touch with your walk or even talk to you offline, because I know it's probably some some women or men that may uh, want to follow up with you. Are there different uh, ways that they can reach out to you or, or, or stay in contact with you? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Um, Marcus Edwards. That's M-A-R-C-U-S Edwards. And also, I am on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram. And I think it's Apostle Marcus Edwards on Instagram. So okay. you can inbox me on Facebook. Send me a friend request. Message me. Questions. Prayer request. Whatever. And uh, I'll, I'll get back to you. Or you can email me. It's Apostle Mo. I'm sorry. On Instagram. Apostle Mo. Apostle Mo. Okay, I got you. Yeah, uh-huh. Apostle Mo. Got you. And then, um, did you want to list your email? They just contact you via yeah. IG. Just by IG, IG or Facebook. You okay. Contact me and, you know, message me, inbox me. Okay, got you. So I put in the comments thread, y'all. Uh, definitely stay in touch with Marcus uh, here on Facebook. Uh, of course, his name is tagged in tonight's episode. Also on IG uh, at Apostle Mo. Uh, you can uh, definitely uh, reach out to either one of those handles. Um, again, this has been a, a deep subject uh, for staying ready so you don't have to get ready. That's the theme for this month. Uh, a lot of us need to stay ready and also stay engaged when it comes to our relationships and definitely for those who are married, uh, your your marriage, uh, because uh, there's a lot that's happening uh, to tear apart the fabric of marriage and also uh, relationships. Uh, but again, what are you doing about it? And so um, also, also right. like to tell the men, mm -hmm. go to male culture. That's like I said, culture with a K. And like that page. OK. On Facebook, male culture. Putting it in the thread right now. And if I if I missed it, uh, definitely go back after me uh, okay. uh, in and make sure that I spelled it correctly and everything. But yeah, definitely reach out uh, to Marcus in whatever whatever uh, capacity uh, that you choose to. I met this brother uh, through my sister, um, and also a fellow fellow um, 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 literally warrior in Christ, uh, India Bass, uh, who's actually going to be on next week's segment. And so shout out to EP uh, introducing me uh, through uh, her cousin uh, who is married uh, to Apostle Marcus Edwards, and I saw both of them. Uh, teach at the recent conference in November that we all uh, participated in. So shout out to you, EB, 
uh, who will be on the segment next week. And then, uh, Brother Marcus, it's been a pleasure serving with you, brother. I'm going to say a quick prayer over you and allow you to enjoy the rest of your evening, man. All right, amen. All right, Father God, I just want to thank you uh, for allowing uh, Apostle Marcus to come on and to just uh, be vulnerable, completely uh, transparent uh, with where uh, he was at with his previous uh, marriage and also how you spared him and how you covered him and also how you even sold into him uh, throughout that process of waiting on your green light that you that you eventually gave him in order to move on and move forward. Uh, but we thank you uh, for him shedding light on others uh, that may be in similar situations or, or that know of other people going through the same struggle uh, that he was able to overcome. And we thank you for him not giving up on you and also uh, continuing to increase his faith in you throughout that whole process. Uh, we uh, pray for those that may be giving up on their own marriage or their own relationship right now uh, that you have brought together, Father God, that they have a glimmer of hope um, at, at, at the end of tonight's segment to know uh, that they, too, uh, can be blessed uh, uh, in their situation or on the other side. Uh, but they must hear directly from you clearly. And so we thank you uh, for Brother Marcus and we pray that you will bless uh, him and his wife and also their ministry and their endeavors for 2020. And we pray uh, that you will open up new doors and new opportunities uh, just from his obedience tonight, uh, this evening. And we love you and we thank you. And it's in Jesus name. we pray. Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, brother Marcus, it's been a pleasure I'm serving again. All right, brother. We, Man, we likewise. We definitely going to have to have you and your wife come back on sometime this year to do a, a, a a duo uh, interview, because I know folks definitely want to hear from from both of y'all. But we appreciate you coming on and setting the tone uh, for the beginning of this. Thank you. It's an honor. Absolutely. So we'll be in touch, brother, and we'll talk right, soon. Brother. OK, right, peace. God be bless. Bless. Love you. I love you all, too, man. All right, y'all, I'm going to do a quick wrap up uh, just to uh, summarize tonight's episode of RTJ knowing when to hold versus fold. Uh, we went all the way in tonight, y'all. Uh, this is the end of the month that we're getting to for January, the first month of, of 2020. Uh, but we got to stay ready so we don't have to get ready, y'all. Uh, you just heard from my special guest, Apostle Marcus Edwards, uh, who shared his heart and literally was very uh, blunt and transparent with a lot of men uh, that don't talk about some of their current issues that they may be going through with their their house being on fire or their marriage being on the rocks or their relationship uh, that is one uh, court away from being undone. And so we do appreciate uh, his uh, transparency and also him sharing uh, the the entire situation that he was able to overcome. Uh, but tonight's episode, because we do uh, always have sponsors and artists that we highlight uh, for the RTJ show uh, has been brought to you by uh, our official artist uh, uh, highlight sponsor for this evening, Amadi J. Uh, I put her um, her links of where you can touch base and listen to her music. I know she has a banging track uh, called Dreams um, that you definitely need to listen to, but she's on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and also uh, IG. And so you definitely need to go and, and look at Amadi J, uh, who is our official sponsor uh, for this evening. Uh, she is uh, a dynamic vocalist and also vocal coach and songwriter. And so uh, you definitely want to check her out. 
I'm gonna try and play uh, her song uh, next week on tomorrow's episode because uh, it's giving me some struggles uh, this evening. Uh, but we do appreciate Amadi J as our official sponsor, and you can go and follow her uh, with the links that I put in the comments section. Uh, also, you heard me speak about earlier. Uh, we do have Financial Peace University classes, uh, workshops that are online and remote. Uh, for those that are looking to become debt free in 2020, I just became debt free last year. And so shout out uh, to, to myself. Shout out to you all who are watching, too, uh, that are trying to receive some additional financial education so that you can receive financial peace uh, like myself in a million uh, other uh, students that have graduated from the FPU program. I was a graduate in 2015. Uh, I literally had to uh, demolish uh, my student loans and also um, a little bit of credit card debt, no medical debt. I didn't have any car loans or any car leases. And so uh, I was able to crush uh, over um, 65,000 debt on my own uh, from 2015 until now. And so uh, you are able to be debt free. Don't listen to anybody that says that you should be living or playing with debt. Uh, you can be debt free and have financial freedom, just like myself and a million plus others uh, that have followed uh, the seven baby steps to get out of debt and to live the life that you are called to live and to live a purpose driven life. Uh, life. And so uh, if you are interested in taking our our winter classes that start next Wednesday, I dropped the link. Uh, in the comments thread, uh, feel free to sign up. Uh, there's only a few more spots literally in the class. And so if you are interested, uh, you better hurry up uh, because uh, spots have already uh, been filling up very quickly over the last month since we um, we started promoting at the end of last year. Also, uh, we appreciate those who have already sown seeds uh, into the RTJ uh, series. Uh, we have been doing this since February of 2019. Uh, we just started officially accepting sponsors who are business owners, entrepreneurs, artists uh, that are looking to highlight their work, their business, their service on the show. Uh, but we also do appreciate those who have already sown and given to the movement. If you have been blessed by any of our episodes, we're in 94 episodes in for the RTJ series uh, for the Facebook live show. You can additionally sow a seed with us via our PayPal link that I put in the comments thread or via cash app. Uh, no donation or no seed is too small. And again, you have been receiving free jewels of wisdom and also knowledge uh, that uh, most other people would have you pay for. So if you feel led uh, to sow into uh, our movement and also this ministry, uh, you will be sowing in good soil and you will receive a return on your, your interest of your seed that you have sown into the RTJ uh, movement and the RTJ show. So we appreciate those that have been tuning in uh, for tonight's episode. Thanks to Apostle Marcus Edwards uh, for dropping the jewels as my special guest. Also, thanks to Amadi J for being our official artist uh, sponsor that we highlighted this evening. We're going to play uh, her track next week uh, when I interview India Bass. Uh, this um, year of 2020 will be coming on Tuesdays. 
unless it's a special edition on Sundays for RTJ. So every Tuesday, uh, stay locked and loaded with us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we got a laundry list of um, folks that we're going to be inter- in interviewing next month in Black History for February. So stay tuned, y'all. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Uh, make sure you're shining like the bright diamond jewel that you've been created to be uh, because someone that is in your family, someone that's in your circle, someone that's in your friends, uh, your friend zone, they need to see your light that you are shining with and they need to hear your story. And so you need to pass that light on to someone else and allow them to embrace the light that you have to give. And so I'm your host, Julian Smart Rimple. Until we meet again next Tuesday or unless you're coming on Sunday uh, to our uh, vision board party, uh, that link is also in the comment section that's pinned. Uh, We'd love to have you if you're in the ATL. But until uh, I see you on Sunday or on next Tuesday, y'all be blessed. Stay safe out there and peace.